0: Okay, everybody, tonight's year, Parak Shani of Nisive Das, from the Nesivei Shalom, is L'zeicher Nishmas Yosef Ben Tzadok Benachem, All of Shalom is Neshama HaVen Aliyah, and L'zeicher Nishmas, my parents, Echiel Ben Ben, Dave and Mindel Bas Rabbi We're going today in the second paragraph out of six, a se- second chapter out of six chapters of Nisive Das, Paths of Wisdom. But Archa and Hashem's light Nira are. You can see light. Yisub HaChazal. Shabikish Mashur Abaynu Kaidun Petirasai Mlefnea Khadish Baruchu. Mashur Abaynu, before he died, he said, could you do me a favor? What do they say? Could you do me a salad? Mashur Abaynu said, Hashem, I just have one favor before I go. What do you think it is? He says, Rabbanish Lalim, Davar Echidanim Avakesh Mimcha. One thing that all of the doorways all the passages all of the gates of heaven and earth should split open and and everyone should see that there's nothing but you now think about this for a moment because imagine how hard it is how frustrating it is let's say for parents, right? Let's say for parents. The parents know what's good, right? And, you, and you're like, Oh, Hashem, I have this teenager, please let his mind open up for one second, right? just to see clearly what the right derech is. Or, or you, you're talking to somebody about anything and they're full of confusion. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim. From his viewpoint there were no questions. From his viewpoint, he saw a world. He saw, like we're going to see, all the good stuff. And he looked, he has to come back down here. He's an angel who has to come back down here and, and nabuch on us how we are forced, and this was Hashem's plan, this is his idea, to be invisible and to make us find him, look for a spark, get confused, sin against him, sin against ourselves, deal with all kinds of stuff. And he's like... Hashem, please, just, just, just give them one chance, right? Just split everything, open everything, just turn on the lights, just, just one time, you know? Just turn on the lights and let everybody just see it and then they'll, they'll have clarity. And this is the opening for us to understand. Beheyer al ha'odam, oyer hadas ha'amiti. When the light, right, when we have the oyer hadas ha'amiti shines on us, Whatever that is, for each person it's different. Some people it's uman, some people it's learning, some people it's at the end of ni'ilah. Every person should have at least one highlight in their life, right? Where they see clarity. And the light of emestika yiddishkeit is shining on them. Niftachem einov ato when the lights are on in our mind, we we end up in that situation, like we said last time, Hadas, we were given, we were we were shown, but is like you were but it's also hadas. We were enlightened, our minds were enlightened. And what happens when our minds are enlightened? If we're Zaykha to a minute, a minute of Yishuv Hadas, a minute of Bihiras Hadas, calm, serenity, clarity, we see. God is the one who created everything, and there's nothing besides him. Nothing besides him is something which we need to work on, like I said last time. Don't get scared. He's teaching us what we need to do to work for the rest of our lives. This is not a little sheer, and you're going to be next week you're going to be like, I, "I got it. This is what it is to have Nisive Das' paths of wisdom to become a black belt. And just a little bit, a little bit every single day to work on ourselves forever. Now really, it's true. And really we know it's true. Because there cannot be anything else. Because then the whole system doesn't make sense. But, we behave in a way that shows that we don't really tap into that knowledge as we're going to learn. And we... We, so many things are going to open up now as we understand this. So let's go back again. My Ben was like, please just open the lights. People are tripping. You know, the room is dark. There's chairs all over the room. There are people's legs. And people are stumbling. They're tripping. Just, oh, please, Hashem, open the lights. And then there's no questions. You know exactly where to go. You'll never stumble. Because when the lights are open in our mind, it's clear, Hashem Waleikim, and 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 that person whose mind is, is, is lit up. He sees the honor, the glory of Hashem, that fills all the worlds. almans inside of all the worlds, with and it surrounds all the worlds. The ain't and there's nothing besides him. That's what happens when someone's in the zone. Uva Khalabriya and when it comes to looking at the whole creation, and we see a lot of pain and sickness, and what does he see? He sees, Kihu Yisparach, Noah Ziv The is majestic. Hadur, majestic. Noah Ziv He is the beautiful, and he is the radiance of the world. And what happens at that moment when you realize this? If we would only be Zaychav for that one minute, we get an injection, our minds, boom which is what tzaddikim have all the time, or most of the time. What's amazing is, we're going to realize his greatness, he's everywhere, he's everything, it's all him, it's all light, it's all good, it's all real, it's all right. Automatically, our soul is going to be lovesick with love for for this God who created everything. We'll see everything is good we'll see all his goodness we'll see all his glory we're just going to want the real thing we're not going to we're not going to be interested in all the things you know that seem important to us when we're not in that mode Common sense automatically all the all the things that we're busy with all of our desires all of our lusts are all going to become completely worthless. So we're used to fighting the Sahara not to sin. We're used to trying to fight the Yitzhah to do mitzvahs. And he's saying that it's a whole different way to become elevated. Turn on the lights. Because when the lights are on, that same person... And we see this, we see this, we see people who were brought up not from or brought up very modern, very materialistic, where if you ask them at, at 14, 15, 16, what is the most important thing, and they'll say the label on their clothing and the car that they're going to drive and the, the materialism. That, that is their focus. And, and I'm talking even if they were from, they dive in, they did, they did everything. What's important to their, their, their being Looking good physically, the whole thing. You see some of them. What are they called? Flip outs. They go to Eretz Yisrael, and and, and they, they. What what happened? It was a sheer? It was intellect. No. They see something real. They see they see a wall that's standing that represents a base of mikdash. They see they see Hashem as not just I'm a guy. Right, We're living in a nice neighborhood with a nice car and nice clothing, but I'm a Jew, so I also go to Yom Kippur, and I also do these things. I'm a guy who does mitzvahs. It's, it's totally different. They realize, who cares what my life... It's priorities. It's like a seesaw. The more that we see God and feel Hashem, light of God in our lives, automatically the materialism, the need for it, how much, it, how much it, it, it really means to us. And our desires and our lusts, which are real, and people can be really deeply involved in that, it dissolves by the light being turned on. See so. So interesting, and it affects us very deeply in many ways. Think about it in your own life. Gashmius is the opposite of Rukhnius. So the more rochniustic, the more spiritual we are, the less important the gashmius is. is. I'm still going to have to go buy a shirt. I'm still going to have to have a car, but it's going to it's it's going to become with less value when I'm more spiritual. If I'm into Ruchnius and I'm into understanding this light that there's a God and He created everything, and we're only here temporarily, and we have missions in life to do, and we want to score on this test of life as much as we can. We want to do as many mitzvahs as we can, right? And we but we're turned on to this light. <clears throat> it's a light. It's not just the actions, it's the actions that bring the light, as we're gonna learn. Right? Then automatically, how could I be so so into and caring about the, the temporary, I just thought of a vart, I wasn't planning on saying this, my own vart, I don't know if it's true. If you had to describe the afterworld, Oilam Haba, where we're just a Nefesh, a Neshama, we're near Hashem, I, I don't even know how to describe it, right? And then we have to describe living on earth. Of all the different ways of describing it, Oilam Ha'emes, HaSheker, ha Ha'infinite, HaM Temporary, we really generally refer to it as the world to come and the world of now. And I think it's like the worst possible description of describing these two things. It's true that one of them is to come, because we're not there yet, and the other one is now, is, is present. But is, is that the way you would describe these two objects? You know, it's like this foreign objects, what happens to be we're going to get after we pass away? Is that the way to define the whole Eilam Haba, that whole world of the afterlife, the infinite, the being close to Hashem, being being next to the Ziv whatever's going on up there, angels, right? Nothing to do with what we're doing, being stuck in traffic and all the stuff that that this world is. And all the pain and all the suffering over there, there's no pain, there's no suffering. How about the world of, he- of healing and health and, and the world of... Bleh the world of depression and misery, and the world of death and dysfunction. I mean, it's just, I would never take these two objects and define it as this is here, this is now, and this is later. So I was thinking that there's two ways of living your life. There's living your life for the now, the pleasure, the enjoyment of now, as as if life is now. And there's living a life for the future. Oylem Abba is somebody who's living for, for a different place. You see a guy and he's mopping the floor and you say, why are you mopping the floor? He goes like, at the end of the week, I got a paycheck. He's not doing it for mopping the floor. He wants his paycheck, which is even though it's in the future, he's, he's living for the future. I want to save up for retirement. I want to be able to, to make a wedding for my kids. I have a goal, I have a future that I'm working for. Two people could be doing the same thing, but one is doing it for the now, and one is living in the now, and one is doing it for the future. It's a different way of describing this world. There's, there's living for the now, so then I might as well get the best steak and and have the best clothing, because I don't know what tomorrow's going to be. And this is the most important, how I feel physically, and emotionally, and enjoyment, and pleasure. And even if it's not in Avera, but at least in, in Heter, why not? Who says? And there's a focus of living for in eternity. Realizing that, like, just like somebody works for a week and gets a paycheck, we work for a speck of time. A speck of time. One day of Hashem is a thousand of our years. So if we live a hundred years... Right, that's one tenth of a day of Hashem's day, and and that's just in the years, and and this is infinite. This we can't even understand any of this. So we're here for a speck of time, and and, and the janitor is, is busy. You know, this mopping is this is important. No, it's that's that's kind of how we downgrade, or the Yitzhak sahara downgrades our beautiful lives to living for the now. So he says, when you get that light turned on in your head. Automatically, Haza becomes less and less important. Automatically, our, our materialistic desires, our needs, our physical needs, our lusts, our our everything, it's just less important because there's something so much more important that, that is now in our brain. Because a person cannot be immersed. Only when the 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 light, the power lights of our soul are darkened, Isn't that interesting. So when we see somebody or ourselves and 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 we're struggling with an avera, it's because somebody dimmed the lights, and that's the only reason that we can be immersed in temporary, fulfill, fulfilling our materialistic needs, lusts, desires, all of it. Any 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 gashmis. I mean, look what Sadiqim ate for lunch. You know, or Steinman, what they say. I don't remember the exact recipe, but it was like a slice of cucumber. And it was just like it's not their thing. We're not even talking about mitzvah sinavayers. We're talking about, and also that's a lot of light. When you have 100% light in your brain, you're going to have zero interest in what you're eating for lunch. And We on our level, a little bit of a tilt. Is it really that important? Does it really matter? Like, how in a week from now is it going to matter what I had today for lunch? So, when you have eternal things to worry about and focus on, automatically the current stuff, it's like it's not important. And there's so many examples we can bring. We don't need to, right? But just like imagine a, a guy running for president. He's not eating. He's not sleeping. He's campaigning. Why not eat? Why not sleep? What's wrong with eating this delicious steak? What's wrong with leisure? It's like, I, I'm busy, I'm busy, <laughs> I'm campaigning, I have a future, I have things to do. People, if we live like that, there's so much we need to do, because we only, we're only here temporarily. We only have a short amount of time here, relatively speaking, right? And I'm busy. Calm, let's go out, for, we'll spend $200 on a meal. We're not talking about the various. it's all different mitzvah, it could be the biggest mitzvah. do not It's not important. We're not on that level. Again, he's teaching us how to train to become black belts in 10 years from now, in 20 years from now. And he's telling us facts. Don't get turned off by the facts. This is a fact. And in our life also, if it's 10% light and we move it to 20% light, we're in a different world. Watch what happens. Like the famous verse from the Mar and Baal Avram, famous, everybody says famous if they know it. Until I knew it, it wasn't famous. Now that I know it, it's famous. So you're going to learn it, and it's going to be famous. We say in la B'maisi Nahira," When the light shines for me, when the light shines on me, B'sach bi basa, the shame is uncovered and exposed. That's what we say in Akhtamas on Shvuas. Listen how he teaches. B'eis when it's light for a Jew, where? Where? In our minds. Mu'asim kol All pleasures of the world become mius, become disgusted, become unimportant, unimportant. And ve'enam taifsem they become Insignificant. See, it's not like that the, the, these two people next to the other, it's not like this guy doesn't enjoy the $200 steak. It's just not, it's not important to him. Just like a guy who's trying to build up his business and all he cares about is, gosh, his finances. I want to become the richest guy in the world. There are many other things that he could enjoy, but they're not important to him. He may, maybe he won't go on vacation. Maybe he won't go to ball games. Maybe he won't relax. He's always relaxed. No, I'm focused. I got to build my company when you have a focus and a goal, then the other things that could be very important to somebody else, they're just, they lose significance. And for a moment like this, of enlightenment of the mind, where we realize our goal, and we realize the reality, which we all know is true, and for a moment like that says, Maremi Kubrin, the Heilige Kubrina says, all of the value and wealth of the world all the value and wealth in the world doesn't come close to the value of when a Jewish person is able to stand with yishuv hadas, clarity, calm, serenity of spirit. And we see that this is true. We see it's true even in the example. We see people who are millionaires and billionaires and trillionaires who commit suicide. They don't have a moment of tranquility of spirit. They're on pills for anxiety. They're depressed. They, have all, they don't have yeshvatas. And we see for us that we're busy running. And even if it's doing good, we lose, we lose clarity. We could even be running to go daven and Davin and all of that in today's world, with all the pressure that we're under, is done without Yishav We can leave as if we went to a service like a, I don't know, changing your oil in your car. I did it. I said the words. I said the words. I bowed. I did. I thought. I could even think how much of my brain is lit up How much do I have tranquility of spirit? In our dar, especially. We spoke about it last time in the first chapter. How everything in technology that we bought was sold to us in order to give us more time. To make our lives easier. So we have more serenity. And meanwhile, the world is spinning so fast that everybody in the world, rich and poor, everybody in the world, you know, we think, oh, if I have money for a vacation, no, go to the rich people who are going on vacation. No Yishuv Adas. Not enough time to be able to tap into really having light in our mind of what am I doing here? What's my job? What's my task and my focus, my goal, my purpose? Because one day I'm going to look back and I could only live this day once. And most of the day, I, I didn't know what I was doing. It's like literally like a drunk person or a person who doesn't have his faculties where he could spend most of our time unfocused on why we were put here, what we're meant to be doing. And yes, and that's the trick. You're going to say, well, I was busy working and this and this and that. You have to do all that, but you have to maintain the tranquility of spirit. And in fact, if you can do that, you can have Ha'ara even while you're working. It's so interesting. The same things that knock us out, if we get control over it, if we're in control over our spirit, our mindset, our thinking, then we can have that and do all of those things. Many tzaddikim also went to work and not for a second or a moment did they lose their clarity on why they're really here. And, that, and that's how they were able to surpass all the nisyanis and all the tests because they were really there. They just have to go to work because Hashem, just like he made us have to eat. But it's not important, but I have to do it. So one person is eating, if he gets God. The other person is totally connected to God and he's eating. Two people doing the same fulfilling bodily functions, going to the bathroom. Everyone has to go. The biggest tzaddik in the world has to go to the bathroom. But he's eating, and he's not allowed to think about Hashem there. So he takes a break from that and he's doing rats and Hashem by Doing, taking care of the bodily functions of a human being. And so we can look at the tzaddikim and say, I'll never be them, but we could be 1% more today, this week, 1% more next week in in the chashivos, the importance of all these things. This is really a little bit of a sales pitch. He's going to bring us into a world we were all going to think to ourselves, if we're healthy, wow, I would do anything to be in that world. I want to give you an example. To the, take a gayish kid and let them watch, um, what was that called? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Let them watch an hour of what it's like to be a celebrity. Their, their mouths will drop. Or let them go on one of these things where they let you um, follow a celebrity, and see what their life is like. Not their real life when they're depressed and overdosing and low self-esteem. And I'm talking about the fake life. Their mouths will drop, they'll be drooling, and they'll be like, I want that life. I'll do anything for that life. This is not an example at all because what we're talking about now is so real and so MS and so ruchnius. So it's a terrible, it's not a tzushtel. It's not, I'm not trying to compare. I'm just trying to say, what he's going to tell us now is what it's like if you sign up now, and again, we're not going to be able to get the 100%. It's going to take time. We can build it. But we, can, we could have at least a few minutes of, it, of each day when, when, it's, when, when the Yitzhahar is a little bit weak enough that we can put in light. Let's see what it's like for the tzaddikim. Let's see what it's like for the uplifted. When a Jew merits having enlightenment of the mind that his mind is full of is full of the light of God, the godly spirit. All of the strengths of the evil side become hidden from him. They disappear. And all of the that were once so important, they disappear. I have an example just occurred to me in, I believe, GPS. GPS, navigation for your soul. Good book. Art school, Worth it. Somebody, he's looking a half a block away and he sees somebody made a pile of one million shiny dollar bills. There's a million, huge mail. He sees the whole thing. And you take one of those, one of those shiny dollar bills, like the size of a quarter, a little bit bigger, and you start bringing it closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. And closer. Sorry, two of them. And until you put it on your eyes. What do you see now? You just see $2. Those $2 block you from seeing a million dollars. The kaychas of the Sitra Akhra, of the evil inclination, and the darkness and the, and, and the dark desires that we have, they cover up so much. When we are Zaycha, to a moment of clarity of ur Kus in our mind, it disappears. It, there's no room for it, it doesn't exist. Adarkshay <laughs> just like the Passoc says in Tehillim, Tashes <chay shech veyi loyla> When darkness descends and it's night, that's when, Boy Tirmois, that's when all of the animals come out of the forest. Boy Tirmois, Kokhay Sayar. But when the light of the sun comes up in the morning, all of those dangerous things, they get gathered away. All of the evil powers that ruin our lives and our afterlives are like the concept of wild beasts, wild animals rip us apart, don't care about us at all. It's not even that the Yitzhara says, forget Olam Abba, live for Olam Hazeh." No. In order to ruin your Olam Abba, he's willing to turn you into somebody who has no Olam Hazeh. He'll make somebody an addict just so he can't do tirei mitzvahs. He'll put somebody into filth to such a degree just because he doesn't want him on Haba. But, but now his life, he's suicidal. He has nothing to live for. He lost his wife, his kids. He lost his, his everything, his future getting married. doesn't care. He doesn't care any more about your Eilam Hazah than he cares about your Eilam Haba. He just wants to destroy you. It's not like, forget the next world. Enjoy this world. That's what it seems like. That's what his sales pitch is. But he doesn't care about this world, as long as you don't get the next world. That's his job. All of the kaiches of the Sahara are called the wild beasts, the wild animals. They have no shlita. They have no control over us. Only when it's dark. Where? In our brains. If only if the sun comes up and we are enlightened, we merit a moment of truth and clarity, enlightenment of our mind, yeah, I, I also see, you know, the, the the one who's in the also sees that sativa and, and, and why somebody would do it, but it's just not important. So at night, when you're in the forest, right, and you have to be stuck in the forest. The snakes come out. You can't even, you, you don't get noticed. You don't see them. And that's when they come out, and the animals. And you have to be scared. And you can't walk, and you fall into ditches. Everything bad happens at night. When the sun comes out, they, go, they, they, they leave you alone, and you can run away. You can throw a stone at an animal, far, you, can, you can keep it. You, you have something, because you could see. So, so he's bringing out a question to us that we need to ask ourselves as from people. How much do we see? Not our physical vision, our spiritual vision of how much can we see and how much are we blind? All of the main um, the overpowering of bad, by a person, is only It's only when it's dark in our minds, we're not connected, and we have constricted, our mind powers, constricted, small-minded, when we're walking in the darkness and it's not shining, the light is not shining on us. And then we are like commercial we're like a, like a blind person. The Gemara says a blind person is, is like a dead person. Why? Because we can't see anything. We can't see anything. We can't live a entire life. We're dead to, to connecting, to Torah, Tefillah, all the good stuff. We don't feel it. We don't feel it. We're trapped. We're stuck. We're limited. Then we're stuck in the hand of the Yitzhahara like clay in the hands of the potter. The master potter takes some clay and wishes it around, does whatever he wants. The clay can't fight back. And we all have that. We have that feeling like, this Yitzhahara is so great, I can't fight back. And he's saying, you're right. In that darkness, you can't fight back. Turn on the lights, which he's going to teach us how to do. This is this is what made me fall in love with this nesivei das, because we're in darkness and we're and we're, we're punching and and there's nobody there and we're getting kicked in the face and we don't know where it came from. Right? We're we're losing. It's impossible. It's, it's just impossible. It says the nesiv shalom. You're right. Who asked you to live in darkness? There are ways that you can enlighten your brain. And automatically, you'll see the kick coming. Sometimes you'll get kicked. Sometimes you'll block. Sometimes you'll be able to push things away. You're in the game. But to get into a rink, imagine that. Imagine getting into a boxing rink. The lights are off. The other guy has night vision goggles. And you, you don't know where he's coming. You don't know what's coming next. You have no power. So many of us feel like that. Like I'm stuck in this level and I have no power. And then all of a sudden, my davening, I don't even enjoy it. I don't even look forward to it. I'm not gaining from it. What now? Learn. Tyra. I, I, try, I, I can't. I, I, I don't. I don't I'm, you're in darkness. When you're in darkness, it's like putty. It's like silly putty. We're silly. We, we become silly putty. We become silly. Shaita. So we're not just putty, we're silly putty. Because we have no self-control and we can't win. And he's gonna teach us how we can. And it's not just each individual battle fighting better, because you can't. Secret to life. loi Well, aris is enlightenment of the mind. Behirish hadas is clarity of your mind. Mayor loi it lights up your brain, your spirit, like the, the the sun lights up the like the day lights up the night. And then And then like Khazal say, Just like we said before, right? When it's nighttime, all of the wild beasts come out since it became day, you can saved from everything you see where you're going you're able to see the future a few steps ahead, a few feet ahead you know what pitfalls to avoid how many of us say I'm not going to do this again and then we do it again and there was a time where we, we could have stopped it prevented it, but we did it again I'm not, I'm not just talking about addicts where, where it's true for addicts as well but even in regular stuff people who are on diets understand this, right? no, I'm not going to eat that chocolate cookie eat it again. there was a moment where if you had more energy where you, you didn't have to you could have turned away maybe you wouldn't be able to battle once it's in your face but you, you, you were able to beforehand, right? avoid it When it's dark, you can't even avoid the fight. You can't even avoid getting kicked in the face. But, if the light gets turned on, it's safe for everything. This is true. This is a fact. And we have to learn how to do it, which is what we're going to do.